Good morning, everyone. Remember, any questions you have about your production, write them down right here in the chat, and I'll be more than glad to answer them for you today. So on Wednesday, I have an event. Uh, some of you might be able to attend. Some of you might not be able to attend. That event is in Spanish. So I want to make sure that for those of you who can attend, um, you get the information all of those agents that are going to be present can get. So a lot of people are, um, there's a lot of people talking about the changing market, right? Inflation, the war, the lockdown in China, right? The, uh, the prices of properties in the, in the United States. So I want to make sure that today you take the most out of this session. And uh, so you can make your own decisions. So I'm, I don't like, and when I'm on TV, I, I don't like to take one side or the other. I like to state facts, right? And then let, in your case, your clients make their own decisions based on opinions that are after the facts that you have stated, right? So I want to make sure that you understand that. And I want you to have the confidence, all right? the confidence to speak to your clients. At the end of the day, I see a lot of clients, uh, uh, agents, and when the clients tell them, well, the market is going to crash and there is a bubble and prices are going to go down so much, they freeze. They don't know what to say, right? They just don't know what to say. So today's session, I want to dedicate uh, to those of you who have encountered those clients in the past or for those of you who are most likely going to encounter those clients in the future. All right. Uh, your job, my job is not to convince anybody. Get it? And as I say many times before, my favorite phrase of all time, it's I rather work with the convinced than working with the one that I need to convince. Got it? There is not enough money, not enough reward that you will get from somebody that you're trying to convince get it so work with the convince not with the one that you need to convince and that applies for absolutely everything in your life with only one exception what do you think that exception would be your kids if you have children that's it and i see jose laughing right so the, the kids is, is the exception right Anybody else, including your spouse, work with the convinced, not with the ones you have to convince. There's only one exception, your kids. All right, so that being said, I don't want to convince my clients. If my clients, after stating the facts, not my opinion, after stating the facts, they still think there's going to be a crisis, and that's okay. Like my brother says, right, next. That's it, next. But my job is to provide my clients with the facts, got it? And then let them make their own decision. All right, so I wanna show you some slices and, th and then I'm gonna give you the, uh, I'm gonna put, my, my team is putting together all the links that are going to allow you, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you most of them today, right? That are gonna allow you to prove, right? To your clients what you're saying, remember, if you can't prove what you're saying, it's better not to say it. Because your client, exactly, Marcela, right? Your client is going to say, no, it's not true. Yes, it is true. No, it's not true. 
show me. Uh, and then you don't know. So very important, Marcela, the only facts that we communicate are the one that we can prove. So let's get started with that, all right? I'm gonna uh, show you right here, let me go. And I want you to, uh, to either write it down or even easier, just take screenshots. Or I'm not, I'm not gonna show you the screenshots, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I want you to write it down. So let's start with the three eyes of, of real estate analysis, right? And you learn that in commercial, when you go to commercial, uh, commercial courses, they teach you, right? The three eyes of uh, real estate analysis. And I want you to write this down. The first I, it's inflation. Please write that down, inflation, right? Again, that's in commercial analysis. You learn that number one is inflation, right? Inflation. So we're going to analyze inflation today, Mr. Client. Number two, it's inventory, inventory, right? So Mr. Client, we wanna, before we make an opinion, right? We wanna analyze inflation. We want to also analyze inventory. And finally, the third I, it's interest, interest rates, right? Interest rates. So now, Mr. Client, right before we make a decision whether we should buy or not, whether we should sell or not, let's let's base our decision on facts, all right? So let's start right now with the first one, right? And uh, I'm gonna show you this graph, all right, right here. That's the only graph that I'm gonna show you today, right? but I'm gonna give you the links to where it is, to everything that we have right here. So inflation, all right? Inflation has never been higher, never been higher right there. You don't have to take a screenshot. I'm gonna give you the uh, the link, right? Okay, I'm gonna give you the link, don't worry. Inflation, Mr. Client, all right, is the highest we've had in the past 40 years. What's the current official, official inflation? What is it? Anybody knows? Official inflation. A3. Very good. Now it's 8.5, right? 8.5%. 8.3% was last month. Very good, Marvel. Thank you very much, Mar Marvel. 8.5%. 8.5%. Right? Since 1981, we haven't had inflation as high. And I'm going to give you all the links so you can prove that. By the way, this one is easy. All that you, you can go to Google and, and have, you know, research you know, inflation rate, and then you're going to see the graph. So this one is easy to find. All right. So what does that mean? That we're entering, entering into a very, very unique territory. Most of us were not alive yet 40 years ago. Right. We have no clue. Most of us were not even in real estate. So we don't know. We were kids 40 years ago. So we have no clue. Anna asked, it, it's, in, it's in Florida? No, nationwide. 8.5% nationwide. All right? 8.5% nationwide. By the way, that's the official, the official inflation. All right? Now, for most of the things we buy, it's close to 18 to 20% or higher. And I'm going to show you why. Show you, okay? Again, if we're going to say, oh, that's crazy, that's not true. Well, compare the prices of gasoline, oil, right? Your gas, when you put gas, a year ago. A year ago was what? $3 maybe? A little bit less than $3? And today is what? In Florida, at least. Almost $6? Four, four, I'm sorry, four. I don't put gas, so because I have an electric car. But anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, but I think it is... It's, it's 
What is it? 4, 4.4. 4.4, right? And I see sometimes in here in Miami, I see 489, or I was confused, 589 or 489, close to a $5. 4.99, exactly. So that's way more than 20%, right? Number two, compare the, the price of groceries, weekly groceries you did a year ago to today's groceries, right? So it's way higher than 8.5% official, official, right? Grisel says, I put gas at $5.04, exactly. So way, way more than 20%, right? Entertainment, try going to a restaurant today, ordering anything in a restaurant, try going to the movies, way more than 18 to 20% from a year ago, right? So inflation, Mr. Client, definitely it's it's higher than in the past 40 years officially 8.5 percent but if we look at the price of gas price of, price of entertainment uh price of groceries it's close to 80, 18 to 20 percent and sometimes higher than that all right that's alarming but what does that mean for the real estate industry because we're talking about real estate we're not talking about the economy right we're talking about real estate in particular what is one of the most important hedge instrument, intro instruments for inflation? In other words, hedge is a little bit uh, technical, right? What is the, one, of one, one of the most important tools to protect us against inflation? What is it? Anybody, any, any idea? Interest? Real, real estate. Thank you, Felipe. Real estate, <laughs> right? Investors purchase real estate in their portfolio to protect, protect them against inflation. It's not about the return. Real estate has never been an asset class that gives you high returns. Never been like that. Investors usually doesn't mean that sometimes you get very high returns, but investors usually purchase real estate to protect themselves against inflation, all right? Against inflation. So point number one, we talk about inflation, 8.5% official, unofficial 18 plus percent, right? Nobody can hide that. But again, investors use real estate against uh, as a hedge protection against inflation so inflation the higher the inflation the higher or the lower the demand for properties higher repeat the question please exactly right the higher of course granted not because inflation is going up, people are just going to buy more real estate. But it's again, it's it's a it's a tool that is going to allow me, other things being equal, to buy more properties. Get that? All right, perfect. So that's why we want to talk to now point number two: inflation. I'm sorry, inventory. Let's go to inventory. According to the National Association of Realtors, and I'm going to give you the link for that. All right. Inventory has been the lowest in the past 23 years. 
right? We had the lowest inventory nationwide in the past 23 years, Mr. Klein. Lowest inventory in the past 23 years, all right? One reason we just mentioned, which is what? Which is inflation, got it? Second reason, second reason, interest rates. Interest rates for the past year and a half, interest rates were around 2.75%, less than 3%, less than 3%. That's why investors inventory is so low, inventory is so low. Protection against inflation. Number two, inventory is so low, interest rates is so cheap. Money is so cheap right now that people are buying more and more real estate. Number three, investors are getting into real estate, more and more investors. And there are different types of investors, right? There are the big, big companies that buy properties as, as bulk, right? You have the flippers, you have the fixers, you have the international clients. Please write that down for your clients, right? So investors to protect against inflation have been buying properties for the past two years and keeping them as rentals. The interest rate has helped them also. There's another very important reason. Please write it down. Millennials, millennials. How many millennials, right? Millennials, by the way, millennials is the largest sector of the population alive. They surpass, I think it's just two years ago, the baby boomers. The biggest segment of the population is the millennials, the biggest one. According to the US census, around 80 million are millennials. Now, here's a key point. The average age for the millennials is what? Guess what? 33 years old. 30, 35 said Miriam. It's 33 actually, but thank you, Miriam. Very good. 33. Because it's between, I think it's 25 to 41. If you divide them by two, it's 33. The average 35 is very, very close. Very close. Thank you. Good point. Which means what? That is the perfect age for people to start buying properties. 25 is too old, too, too young. They are now 33 average, 30 more buying powers. Thank you, Grisel. They're more stable. They're out of college. The most They've been out of college maybe for 10 years. They're making money. They've saved some of them. Now they're getting married. They need a house. They need stability. Got it? So we have the largest segment of the population buying properties at a very low interest rate with high inflation. All of those three components increase or decrease the demand for properties, Mr. Client. Increase. Good. Marcela, good. Now, now we, we, all what we're doing, Marcela, is just stating facts, right? And we're asking the client, right? Is inflation, does inflation help, you know, increase or decrease? Right? Very, and we ask the client, we don't want to compete with the client. We don't want to be against the client. Let them make their own decision. Mr. Klein, does inflation, all right, lowers or increases 
the demand for properties. Having the largest segment of the population, the millennials, 80 million people, now average, you know, 33 years of age, lowers or increases the demand for properties. Interest rates still at 5% right now increases or lowers the demand for property. We're just asking. So the ones, oh my God, it's a crisis. This is going to explode. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Let's analyze it with facts. Got it? Which is key. All right? Now, let's go to the third one. All right? Interest rates. Interest rates. The third I, right? Nine out of 10, nine out of 10. Let's start with the next one. No, no, let's start with another one. Let's start with another one, okay? According to the National Association of Realtors, 38% of all properties in the United States have no mortgage. Almost four out of 10 properties have no mortgage. That's according to the National Association of Realtors. I'll give you the link later, guys. I'm, I just have, I have my team, my team uh, putting everything together. Now, out of those properties that have mortgage, point number two, the average equity on those mortgages, on those properties, is $180,000. Out of those properties with mortgage, The average equity on those properties is $180,000. According to the National Association of Realtors, only 2.1% of all properties in the United States with mortgage have negative equity. Only 2.1. Out of 100 properties, only two have negative equity. What does negative equity mean? They owe in their property more than what their property is worth, which was the biggest problem in 2008. They had no down payment. Properties went down in value and they say, goodbye. I don't need this property. I'd rather hurt my credit than hurt my bank. Whether it, you know, that's moral or not, we don't want to go into that, you know, whether it's the right thing to do for the economy. But people said, listen, I'd rather have my credit score go down than my bank account go down. I'm not going to be paying for an asset that is depreciation, depreciating in value every month. All right. So we have almost 40% of properties without mortgage. Those who have mortgage have $180,000 in equity on average. And out of those properties that have mortgage, only two are underwater, 2%. What does that mean? It means that it's very difficult for a person that has $180,000 in equity to let a property, let a property go. It's almost impossible, almost impossible for a person that has no mortgage to go to let a property go. By the way, a, a person that has no mortgage can't go into foreclosure. <laughs> it's just, 
this it's not that is not possible right now out of all those people please write this down out of all those people that have mortgages nine out of out of ten are at a fixed rate nine out of ten are are, are a fixed rate and almost 50 percent of those have a fixed rate of 4.4% or lower, or lower. So Mr. Client, let's recap, let's summarize what we talk about. Inflation, inventory, and interest rates. Inflation has been the highest in the past 40 years. Official 8.5%. Unofficial in many categories, over 18%. Higher inflation means investors, right? Use real estate as protection against inflation. So we have almost 20%. I don't know if I mentioned that. 19% of all purchases in 2021 were made by investors. Not only the big time investors, but also the flippers, the fixer uppers, the international investors. Got it? Not only that, all right? Okay, very, very important. Orlando? Yes. Um, so the inflation uh, has been the higher um, than in the past 40 years, right? 40 years, 1981 the, was the higher point, highest point, 19, higher point. 1981. Since 1981, by the way, by the way, I'm gonna show you that graph. By the way, I'm gonna show you that graph right here because I have it right here. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna show it to you right here. Uh, let me put it high, a bit. So right here, and you can take a screenshot of that. Okay. All right, and it comes from the US, right here. US Bureau of Labor and Statistics. All right, you can see it right here. At no, we can, we, can see, we can see the screen. I'm sorry. There you go. Well, I have a question. That, well, hold, on, hold on one second. Let's go step by step. All right. So in 1981, the inflation was at 15%. Since then, we haven't had inflation so high. Okay. Guys, this is according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. All right. By the National Bureau of Economic Research. This is a U.S. government. All right, so we go from inflation to interest, inflation to inventory. Inflation costs investors to buy more real estate to protect themselves against it, right? Number two, inventory is so low, we have the largest segment of the population, which is the what? The millennials, almost 80 million people, right? Averaging three, 33 years old at their prime to buy real estate property, at their prime to buy real estate property, all right? Which is key, right? Now, let's go into number three, interest rates. Interest rates are extremely low, still at 5.2, 5 5.5%, depending on the bank. Every time you bank, it's going to give you a different interest rate, but it's under five and a half right now. Is it going to go up? Most people think so. And I do too. 
which is great. Yeah, but interest rates are going to go up. Now, here's my summary now. Hopefully they do. By the way, that's my opinion only, okay? And all we can say here is state the facts and everybody's going to have a different opinion. Everybody. Turn on the TV on CNBC and you're going to have people giving you an opinion that is completely positive of the economy. Two hours later in the same channel, somebody talking negative about the economy. It's just opinion. Nobody knows. Nobody. So our job is just to state the facts. I don't know. I just know the facts because I read it. And you guys know the facts now because you read them. That's all we can do. And then everybody interprets them in, this, in a different way. It happens everywhere. And it happens all the time in the stock market. When a person sells a stock, usually, if it is not for tax purposes or personal reasons, you know, trading, trading, right? Trading is not for very specific reasons, only, you know, sometimes taxes. But in a regular day, the person selling the stock thinks it's going to go up or down down and the person buying the stock thinks it's going to go where where up that happens millions of times literally millions of times every day meaning millions of times people have different opinions i think it's going to go up no i think it's going to go up, go up, uh, go up down so i'm going to sell it because i think it's going to go down people buy it because i think there's going to go up there are other reasons but generally that's what happens got it so Interest rates going up, which is a very, very simple strategy from the government to slow down the economy, right? Interest rates go up, they slow down the economy, which it, that's, again, it's only my opinion, Mr. Buyer, Mr. Seller. I think it's a wonderful thing. Why? Number one, let's talk about the three eyes, right? Inflation. We never had inflation like this in the past 40 years. So we want to what? Lower inflation. So our buying power still remains. The dollar still remains the currency of the world, the world currency. Number two, most, more, more important to me, my client, to you, the buyer, to you, the seller, to have a more stable inventory, more stable real estate market. Because what we have experienced in the past two years it's just not normal and it's not good for the economy. It's not good for the buyer and seller. It's not good that a buyer has to stand in line for two hours to enter a property. That a buyer, that a seller, it's getting literally 20, 25, 30 offers above asking price. And the properties are lasting a couple of days. That's just not normal. Normal is that I want to look for a property as a buyer I go look at eight, 10 properties. I put an offer under, uh, uh, under leasing price. I negotiate the, the offer. The seller, the seller, right, considers my offer and other people's offer. He takes three or four days to take, you know, to take the time to analyze those offers and then pick the best one. And if mine is the one, then I move 30, 40 days with a mortgage if I need to, right? And then everybody, it's, it's going through the same process. The buyer is taking the time to select the best properties and the seller is taking the best offer, no, selecting the best offers to sell their property. That's a normal market. So in this case, interest rates going up, that's my personal opinion, all right? And I know some people are going to uh, not agree with that and that's okay. 
I want a more stable market. And for you, real estate agents, that's me, Orlando talking now for me, uh, to you guys as real, as real estate agents, I want a normal real estate market. Why? So you can create a long, stable real estate business. So you understand what it is to nurture a buyer, right? To do a listing presentation, to go through the process of truly building a long lasting real estate business, following up, presenting, handling objections, closing, getting more leads, working the leads, right? Becoming a listing agent, creating your, your team, that's what we want, not this crazy thing. We go see 30 properties and it's crazy. And we put 30 offers and nothing happens. And my client gets frustrated, right? They can even have a mortgage because everybody's buying cash right now. It's crazy. So to me, what I see is a way more stable real estate market in the near future. And don't confuse an economy crisis with a real estate crisis. There are two different things. Usually they happen together, but not always. So Mr. Client, in my opinion, because of the inflation, because of the inventory, because of the interest rate, I think we're going to see a more stable, way more stable real estate market. I don't see a, cri a crisis. Most nine out of 10, uh, let's start with this. Almost six out of 10 properties in the United States don't have mortgage. Number two, only 2% of all mortgages in the United States are under properties are underwater, meaning they owe more than they uh, that, that the property is worth. So they're not going to let the property go. Oh, number three that I didn't mention, right? Unemployment is what? What's their unemployment rate right now? 3.6%. So it's extremely low. Anything under 6% is very, very good. So explain to me. Where do you see the crisis in terms of real estate? People letting their property go. Four out of 10 don't have mortgages. The average equity on the property is $180,000. Nine out of 10 properties have a fixed rate mortgage. Half of those mortgages are at 4.4% or lower, which is extremely good. So I just want to know from you, Mr. Client, where do you see, where do you see the real estate crisis? I don't see it. That doesn't mean that doesn't exist, right? But I don't see a bubble. Where do you see the bubble? Um, Thomas. Thomas. And then we go to yeah, Yes. Yes. Hi, Orlando. Hi, everybody. Just my uh, two cents worth. Um, from what I see in my, in my work day to day, there has been a rush on the inventory in the last uh, year and a half, two years. And the inventory that was available has been dried up. In Florida, it's, uh, I would say the single family homes are right at two months inventory. And what's happening is there is very little new inventory coming in line. And the new inventory is coming in line because of inflation is more expensive every time. So there is a lack of inventory. The northerners came in, they sucked up all the inventory. It went from six to seven months down to two. And now to be able to build it back, it's going to take a long, long time. Also, what's happening is those potential sellers that are going to sell their property, they're not selling because now they're thinking, okay, so where do I go? I had run into this situation That's where I sold point. a very uh, a high-end home 
we couldn't find a replacement and uh, they figured all kinds of ways to get out of the contract and they did at the end and uh, we lost a deal but this is a general sentiment in the marketplace where people don't feel comfortable with selling their home because they can't find a replacement especially now that interest rates have gone up because a lot of people refinance at the time when interest rates went down to three percent and they're asking themselves do i want to basically sell my house and replace my mortgage for a five percent mortgage or five and a half so there is little chance that the inventory will build back quickly it will build back but it's going to take a longer time than expected and if there is no inventory there's a really very little possibility that the prices will come down because the demand is still there Go ahead, please write thank you that's Thomas. my opinion what, what you just said what you just said is amazing please write this down which is very important what he just said which is Mr. Buyer or seller who's saying, okay, this is a finance, this is a real estate bubble. Where is the seller gonna go? It's an amazing point. Where is he gonna go? Where is he gonna go? First, it's gonna be more expensive, a property similar to him, his. He's gonna have to pay more taxes. But third, there is not much to choose from. Great point. So we all agree that there is a lack of inventory. So where do you go? All right. So very good point. Very, very, very good point. All right. Uh, Marianne had a, a question and then go to Christy. Thank you, Thomas. Marianne. Hello. Thank you Hello. for taking my question. Uh, well, my this question is not about like the topic that we are talking okay. about but it's about connectors so i got my okay. first um contract with that connector and uh, okay. he was asking for 20 percent um is that a good percentage i had that question and i couldn't find anybody to ask the question I was yeah like, sure hey, uh, with with connectors always with connectors always start with 30 percent. 30 right okay so i did yeah. good <laughs> I, 30%. Right. very good okay very great. Good. that was my question thank you so much my pleasure my pleasure christy Yes, hi, uh, Orlando, thank you. Well, I have a client who is from Colombia and he uh, was just saying their own, his own thoughts about why not to buy, why it's not a good time for him to buy. But he okay. was also bringing to my attention that of course he's from Colombia and the situation that Colombia is going through, which I thought it would be a good point for him to really decide to invest over here. But he, he, he keeps thinking that prices are going to go down. And, you know, although I share with him some of the things that you are teaching us, he, and I, and I could really say, and I did say next, because I don't want to be dealing with somebody that is not convinced that is a good time. How do we deal with that um, stubbornness, to say the least? Yeah, you don't. No, you don't. You just don't. Okay. Right? Thomas, you had a you had a comment? No, and I'm serious, Chrissy. I'm dead serious. You don't. Uh, what, Christy, what did next, I say at the, at the beginning? Next, exactly. Yeah. Right. So again, yeah. we need to we need to understand that some people are just not going to agree with us, and, and we got to be okay with it, right? And 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 the more we understand that some people are not going to agree with us, you know, the better we're going to feel, and the, the better it's going to be our business. Now we can concentrate on the people that do agree with us, mm -hmm. and we can move our business forward. Always, always understand that people mm -hmm. are not going to agree with you. 
some people, that's okay. Next, remember what I said at the beginning is I want to work with the convinced, not with the one that I need to convince. The moment that I feel stubbornness, that we are not looking at the facts, it's the moment to say, listen, I respect you, all right? But I also respect my time and it's time to, to move on. That's it. It's going to happen all the time. The more people we talk to, you know how many times that happens to me? All the time, many times a day. And you know, that's okay. And it's okay to keep opinion. sending him the emails and the yeah, you, yeah, of course, for of course. Yeah, you can send it, but you just don't have to invest the time on him because you said it, you know, you, you see he has a different opinion. All right, uh, Juan. Okay, this has uh, nothing to do with real estate, but can affect my, my real estate business. Please. It's how to overcome the fear of success. And it okay. doesn't have to be monetary, it's just in general. Okay, so let's take about 10 to 15 minutes on that, all right? And then I'll go back to the chat and, and this, because this is a, a, an important question. So tell me exactly what you fear. Let's say, what, what, let's say you achieve your goals this year. Your financial goals, your transaction goals, what do you fear then? That's that. That's the part that I don't know because I want to achieve my goals. Everybody wants to achieve a certain goal, but I was having this conversation with my wife like two days ago, and she's like, "Are you still thinking like an employee?" Okay. Because like for me, I used to love giving presentations. I used to love training. And confidence talking to people, I have no problem about. I don't. But it's there's just something there that's that I can only come up with is like fear of success. That's the only thing I've come up with that's just blocking my ability to proceed to be more successful in different things, whether it be taking more time, you know, like vacation or just just in general. All right. So I, I want you for you, for you to, to sit down after after this session today and and try to understand what you feel. Is it a feel of success or sometimes three, three fears that are very common in real estate as, as, as an entrepreneur? All right. Number one, fear of success for some people, right? Because they are, they are they're gonna be misunderstood by their peers, by their family. That happens sometimes, right? Number two, fear of failure. And what happens if I fail financially? What happens if I fail in front, you know, if I, if, what, how, how am I going to be perceived, right? By my peers, by my family, right? And so most of the time is fear of failure. And number three, fear of rejection, right? So I want you to think about those three things, all right? And then you and I can have a conversation, but I want you to be very clear on that. Because sometimes we think it's fear of success and some it's usually fear of failure, right? Oh, no, I've, uh, I've, I've failed many times and I'm okay with failing. Okay. Like, I have no issue with that. Um, okay. But um, I'm just stuck. All right. I, Let, let's you and I, I want you to have very clear to describe once you have the ability to describe, because I don't see it right now. Maybe I'm mistaken. I, I don't think you have it very clear. Okay, okay. What is it that you fear? And if you do, then listen, no, I, this is exactly what I feel. All right. Okay. And then you and I can have a conversation. Okay. But, I, but, but very, very precise. What happens if you achieve your goals? Because now failure is what happens if I don't achieve my goals? 
You're yeah. saying fear of success. Fear of success is what happens if I achieve my goals. Yeah. So what happens, you know, three months from now, you achieve your goals, what happens? So what, what is that fear? So, but I want you, I want, I don't want you to answer it right now. I want you to analyze it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. First. Thank you. Uh, and then, and, and then you can write to me like, like you did, like you did. And we'll have a conversation because, you know, that's, that's less technical, more in our head, which is at the end of the day, the most difficult thing to conquer, right? Our head. Okay. Right. All right. Thank you. Good. Perfect. My pleasure. My pleasure. Let me go right here. If you guys can, because I see a lot of questions right here and I want to be, uh, uh, I, I want to let the people that are writing their questions here. I'm going to go through the questions here. So for those of you who raise your hand, please, if you can write it down, uh, your questions here, I'll be more than glad to do that. Uh, let's see. Ada, welcome. You're coming to the Miami event and the Orlando event. Very good. Very good. I'll see you on Wednesday, 9.30 a.m. Very good. Thank you very much. Make sure you say hi to me. Deborah, uh, can you please demonstrate how to retrieve the modules? Very, very. Retrieve, uh, retrieve the modules you can what do you mean by retrieve how can you can download the modules you can only see them in the platform so if you can be a little bit more specific there because i know you are not new or at least at least i've seen your name before so if you can explain to me what you mean by retrieve the modules i really appreciate it and i'll be more than glad to answer that for you all right uh anna you know the statistics are in the united states i didn't want to refer to florida because we have people for from different states all right uh let's see milk marcella marcella says milk is over 30 percent really which uh, my, my wife usually bites the milk so i don't i didn't know that's a lot 30 percent. so yeah for you know for you know the the the, the main uh, the, the the main uh things in in, uh, in grocery i mean it's, it's gone up way more than than the 8.5 percent uh, Felipe says real estate is the best hedging asset against inflation yeah it's one of it's one of the primary ones that's Orlando, big, big, yes. I wanted to add also, uh, it may answer some questions uh, to, to those uh, stubborn clients, but they're not stubborn. We need to educate them and also uh, to add up to, to the subject we, we, we are dealing today. Uh, other influencers like demographic is very, very important, is crucial. And uh, there is a trend that uh, Northern uh, states are migrating to uh, what we call the Sunbelt states. So uh, that's been influencing that uh, not all real estate in the US is equal. And we are blessed to have a growing population in Florida, also from a uh, Northern state. So, uh, uh, and, and the uh, COVID even accelerated that. That's for example, yes. the, uh, according to the US Postal Service, they estimated that 110,000 people left Manhattan between February and July 2020. And we already know most of them came uh, down to Florida. So Florida is getting more buyers with a lot of, with a lot of money. So we cannot compare the entire US with uh, just Florida. Another influencer would be uh, that people, they don't talk, but it's, it's here already, it's technology. So technology, what we're doing right now, we can connect, we can collaborate, we can work. And that also has influenced people coming to Florida to have the lifestyle and at the same time keep it their job uh, from salaries or income from uh, other higher income states. That's just to mention. Very good. Now, let, yeah, good, good point. But again, I, I just want to I, I remember this is not a Florida session. Okay, we have a lot of people okay. from different states and from different from different uh, 
uh, from different parts of the country. So I don't. I want to keep it national, and then you and your own state can do your own. But thank you very, very got much. It, got it, very, got very it. important. All right. Awesome. Excellent. By the way, another reason, if you're in Florida, and that's the last one, because if you're not in Florida, this information doesn't help you. That's what I wanted to do at national. In Florida, this is only one of the seven states without state income tax. All right. So by moving to Florida, as you know, moving from New York, you're saving around 12% in taxes. All right. So that's another reason. And uh, Daniel uh, mentioned, if you could please paste here the link to the NRA presentation. Uh, guys, go to uh, National Association of Realtors and you'll find sellers, buyers, and real estate statistics. That's very simple. And I highly recommend you go to National Association, NRA.com and, uh, and find the statistic. You should, you should read those statistics every month. That's a very, very simple part of it. All right. So highly, highly recommend that National Association of Realtors. You can see buyer statistics, seller statistics, and agents statistics. All right. Very, very important point. Uh, uh, Fernando says, exactly how the real estate protects against inflation. Very simple, Fernando. Good question. Remember, inflation goes up. What happens to property? They go up because inflation. That's simple. Inflation... Okay, so what does inflation mean? Inflation is the rise of prices, right? For the same asset or for the same product. Does that make sense? Inflation means that a, a, uh, you know, a loaf of bread for $2 now costs $3 because of the devaluation, depreciation of the currency. It's that simple, right? There is more printed money meaning the value, the buying power of that currency goes down. So properties appreciate more according to the inflation rate. That's simple, all right? Uh, Catalina, very good point. Please, again, how many millennials are ready to buy now? Well, there are 80 million millennials, right? They are approaching the age of 33 years, which is the prime for most people to buy real estate. Again, they're out of, they've been out of college for at least 10 years, making money. Some of them saving money. They're ready to get married. Some of them are already married. All right. They are in starting the most productive time, most productive years of their lives. All right. So they have more buying power. All right. Very, very, very important. Uh, yes, Martha. Yeah, my investors use real estate against inflation. Absolutely. One of the main class, the asset class they use. All right, 18%, that's right. Uh, all right, let's see. Yes, could you please repeat the percentage of investors that purchased uh, in 2021? 19%, 19%. And again, we're going to give you a list, right, with all the links, all the links. So you can state and show this to your clients. Do not mention anything. To your client unless you can prove it got it very 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 important uh let's see jose says it's good news that the government will invest more in the construction of new projects and incentives for the market in order to stabilize the market if you have not heard about these measures it is good to tell customers uh i would stay jose uh with I would stay with the three eyes, right? Which are very structured uh, uh, and very simple and easy to understand because the government usually will invest in lower income uh, properties. And most of the clients, most clients are not buying 
low income properties, right? So it doesn't apply to 300, 500, a million dollar properties. So very, very low income properties and very, very low income families only. It's only a sector. It's like, well, the government is only helping the multimillionaires. That's a very small sector. So I'll say, I, you know, I would stay to, to the three I's, right? Inflation, inventory, and finally, interest rates, all right? Uh, which is way, by the way, which is way more than enough uh, to understand whether the client, not to convince, to understand whether the client is in the same page with us, all right? Uh, Gustavo, I agree. Gustavo says, I agree with your opinion. It's better or more stable market. It's better to have buyers, sellers, realtors, appraisers, everyone working on the equation. That's very good. I, and again, that's my opinion, guys. Again, it's only my opinion, right? Uh, nobody's right or wrong. It's just opinion. Uh, interest rates going up, slowing down a little bit, the purchase of properties. To me, it's one of the best things we can do. Uh, it can happen right now to the real estate market, all right? Crash, I don't see. Uh, show me the bubble. Show me the bubble one more time. Inflation, inventory, interest rates. I don't see anywhere, anywhere in real estate. I don't see a bubble anywhere. I see a, a, a downturn in the economy because of inflation, right? Again, we are entering into a new territory, Mr. Client, that we have not seen in 40 years. I haven't seen it. You know, I was seven years old. Uh, 40 years ago. So I don't know how we're going to react, all right, to this inflationary environment. Uh, 40 years ago, we didn't have the technology we have today. We didn't have the knowledge we have today. We didn't have the, the tools we have today. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with inflation. Definitely, it's going to hurt the economy. I don't know if it's going to hurt it much or not, uh, but I don't see a bubble in real estate anywhere. I, I, can you see it? You just show me. If you ask them, Show me, in terms of inflation, inventory, and interest rates, show me where you see the bubble. They won't be able to tell you. They just won't. Oh, well, the, uh, the war in, uh, uh, with Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, that, that, okay, yeah, that's, that slows down the economy, absolutely. Lockdown in China, definitely, right? Supply chain, definitely. Gas prices were way more expensive. Yeah, that, that hurts the economy. Absolutely. Our economy and everybody else's economy. But I need to understand how it's going to be a bubble in real estate where people are going to stop paying and let their property go. Which, by the way, let me finish with this, guys. I forgot about this one. Something happened in 2019. What happened worldwide in 2019? Pandemic. Exactly. How many properties went into foreclosure and how many people were evicted from their property because of the no, pandemic? No many. <laughs> Nobody. Exactly. So because of a financial situation, it's very difficult right now that the government will let owners of properties be evicted from their properties. It's going to be very, very difficult. Now, again, that's only my opinion. And with all the equity those people have right now, even more difficult. Again, one more time, that's only my opinion. All right? So uh, let's see. Fabio, a healthy real estate market will help the general economy, but the way it's been the latest two years isn't healthy. 
to help the economy. It needs to normalize. See, more people agree with that. All right. Very, very, very good. Very good. Better to work with some people that are convinced. Let's see. I think I think I'd answer most of the questions right here. Let's see. I think I answer. So we have five more minutes. You're welcome, Lorraine. Thank you for everyone for sharing their knowledge. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a brand new agent in Miami. S started three the, with the project 250, going to work and applying and learning about the corporate environment. Very good. Okay, I think I have most of it. I think I finished that. All right, so I think I did. All right, guys. So that's what I wanted to do today. There's a lot of noise in the market. Let's thank you, uh, Fabio. All right. Let's let's lower that noise with the facts, present the facts, and work with the convince, not with the one that you have to convince. I had a last question right here. Um, lady, lady, I know, lady, I know you had a question. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um well, um, I just spoke with a buyer right before this coaching, and she was expressing to me those fears of um she's not sure if she will buy or not. And then I was just trying to say the the facts. And uh, one of these things that I said to her is like, they're probably at the end of next year or the beginning of 2024, we can see more inventory and um, many, maybe less buyers because of the interest rate going up. And um, that's the, the, like I tell her, that's maybe the worst thing will happen. But, you know, I expressed to her that there's no such thing as a bubble, like 2008. I explained to her what happened in 2008. And I don't know if I was right to say that. No, yes. Okay, so write, write these two points down with that client. Buyers, right now, with every single buyer, guys. First and foremost, we need to identify why they are buying. Most of us think that people buy because of financial situation. Most of us buy because personal reasons. Got it? Unless you're an investor. So first, we need to identify, lady, with this person, why are you buying? Why? Because I, you she have to tell me the reason. pay rent no more, she told me. And I'm like, exactly. exactly. Right? Don't okay. So, but, 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 but again, let, let's let's go deeper on that with that client, right? And, and number two, number two, ask her also. So number one, we need to identify what is it that she's buying, what, why she's buying. Number two, what do we think is going to happen with interest rates? If you don't want to pay rent anymore, if you want to build wealth, if you want to have an asset, all right, you can't be paying rent, you have to purchase a property. Got it? That's what she's saying. Number two, what do you think is going to happen to interest rates? Are they going to go up or are they going to go down? She's I, going to tell you, she, I mean, if she doesn't tell you that she thinks she's, interest rates are going to go up, then you got to say next. That's my thing. I didn't, I didn't ask her. That's a good strategy. Okay. I, I mean, and that's obvious. I mean, I don't think anybody will tell you right now that interest rates, interest rates are not going to go up. I mean, that's a sentiment. All right. So if we think interest, if you, if for your personal needs, whether it's because you don't want to pay rent, because you want to move to another property, the downside, whether because you're having kids, doesn't really matter. You, you, your personal need is to purchase a home. That's the most important thing. Second, all right. 
if you need to purchase a home and you think interest rates are going to go up, when is the best time to purchase the home? Six months from now or now? When you can. Again, questions. Questions. All right? We do not want to explain. The moment we start explaining, the moment the client says, okay, let me think about what you said. But we are not generating an emotion and we are not getting to a desired answer. In every single conversation, the technique must be asking questions. We don't want to be the professor. We want to just show. I'm not saying that interest rates are going to go up. I'm not saying the inventory is low. I'm showing it. It's not my opinion. I'm showing that. And according to the data, then we ask them, what do you think is going to happen with inflation? Is it going to go up or down? And inflation going up happens to what? To have more demand or lower demand for properties, higher demand, exactly. What do you think is happen, gonna to happen to inventory? We have the millennials. We still have a low interest rate. We're still uh, with, the, with the interest rate, right? What do you think is gonna happen? I'm sorry, more demand. And then you guide them through the whole process. Some people are gonna say yes, some people are going to say no. The people that say yes, you move on with them. The people that say no, you move on without them. That's simple, guys. Right? So it's 11 a.m. Hopefully, uh, this, this presentation is going to be uploaded uh, by Wednesday. Hopefully, you can see this presentation a few times. And by next Monday, you're going to have all the links, government links, core, uh, core logic links, uh, CBS links, the New York Times links, I remember, I'm remembering the, the links that we have that, that prove what we're saying right now. And use this to have a short presentation with your clients and always ask them. This fact reflects a higher or lower demand, interest rate, inventory, etc. All right, guys? So are thank you for To be in the Montiel organization platform or in, in the, the platform. platform? Okay, gotcha. It's going to be in the platform. Everything is going to be in the platform. Thank you. Right, my pleasure. My pleasure. So thank you very much for being here today. I got to go do my, some therapy in my, in my ankle that I twisted it a week ago. So I got to go to therapy right now and then come back to the office. Hugs to everybody. Nice to see you here today. And make sure you watch this session again by Wednesday and download all the links so you can present it to your clients, right? Take care, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>